Hello, I'm Howard Kane. Welcome along to this short podcast on the Rainbow Allotment Project, a joint venture between KPMG and Manx Radio. Its aim? To link up with a selection of local primary schools and encourage the children to get involved in a scheme to grow a colourful range of summer vegetables in raised beds, set up in their school grounds and raising awareness of the importance of our environment, sustainability, community, provenance and the island biosphere. All issues which are at the forefront of corporate social responsibility for island companies and the essence of ESG programmes for companies such as KPMG. Thanks to everyone who took part with such enthusiasm. It was great fun and hopefully planted a lot of valuable seeds above and beyond the multicoloured radishes, beetroot and carrots. Hi, it's Simon Nicholas with KPMG and the Crown of Pendencies. I'm a partner here locally and proud to be the head of ESG. Hi, my name's Julie, Senior Marketing Executive, and I work for KPMG and the Crown Dependencies. Let's start a bit with, with the title there then, Simon, because you're talking about sustainability and ESG. Talk us a little bit through more your title and what it actually involves within uh, KPMG. Absolutely. So the title's actually relatively new. Um, so I, we all we all have many titles in our working lives. But yeah, no, very proud to be uh, head of ESG for KPMG. And we've had that now for, for probably about 18 months. And, and that ties very much to 18 months ago, we, we made some various different pledges, um, many large businesses and, and some small businesses, which is fantastic to see, actually. Um, I've made pledges, whether it's it's to be net zero or, or how they want to behave. But actually, a lot of it is around being purpose led. Um, and so actually, the, the next wave of business um, psychology, if you like, is around being a purpose led organization. So and what does that mean? Uh, what that means is you, you care about the environment, you care about society and the communities that, that you operate in, you care about clearly your people. And it's largely around the way that you behave as a business. So the G, if you like, of ES and G, which is effectively, hopefully you look back in 10 years time, and you've got no regrets over the way you behaved. Um, so, so that is a, a big corporate shift that is a worldwide phenomenon and really now starting to take on in the island man. The department, if you like, the ESG department, we've got advisors advising people and impact um, is our internal way that we look at ourselves and how we structure ourselves to make sure that, uh, that we are doing the best we can. And just a remind for anyone, again, who's not familiar with the initials mm-hmm. ESG, they stand for? Environmental, uh, Social and Governance. So environmental, you know, you, you hear lots about companies who have, say, net zero pledges. Ours is in 2030, some 2035, some 2050. Uh, China's, unfortunately, is in 2060, uh, but uh, hopefully they'll speed that up. But And that's the environmental side. Social is, is very much around um, people. So whether that's our staff and, you know, we are very much a people organization with with, you know, nearly 140 of us on the Isle of Man. Um, and what is it? 450, Judy, I think, across the Crown Dependencies, um, and, but also looking at our communities. So whether that's corporate social responsibility or what we now call prosperity um, and making sure that our communities prosper with the firm. Um, and then governance is, as I say, it's it's looking at the way that we behave and the way that we make decisions. So has this been a sea change for big multinationals like KPMG, this sort of much more moving towards, as you say, sort of community focused, people focused and, and environment focused as well? Absolutely. You know, I think most most probably of the listeners, I think, will will think sustainability, they think environment. 
actually sustainability is much, much broader than that. It's it's how can KPMG be sustainable, and that's around our governance piece, but it's also about how can um, society and our communities be sustainable, and that's the, so- the social piece course that yes absolutely we're living in an age although today it doesn't look like we've we've got climate um climate issues but but uh, with the cloudy skies unfortunately but but you know there there are many other areas of the world where it's it's very very clear that we are suffering a climate crisis um and that's what most people think when they think sustainability but it's actually much much broader than that you know diversity um poverty gaps which you know we, we're certainly starting to see now with inflation and everything else so this plays into many ways. People have heard of the Alaman biosphere. This is coming into the same sort of arena. Very much so, yes, exactly right. Dig my ditches in the golden. So what are we doing here, Howard? Are we hands preparing? So we've got loads of willing volunteers. So we've got the compost and the topsoil into the bed here. It's going to settle down a little bit anyway once it rains and sort of the air goes out in between it a little bit. We've got some cardboard underneath it to try and stop the worst of the grass because we're on a grass base here. So we'll try and stop the worst of the grass and the weeds coming through. So we're just getting the guys and girls now to get their, uh, get their hands dirty. Always popular. Albeit I'm, I'm whipping out with my pink marigolds on just so I can drive home with clean hands get to work. Um, but yeah, obviously we just need to get a nice flat surface so then we can uh, draw out some little drills and get some seeds in. Fantastic. So this is the best bit, I think, for a lot of them. Get down there, get their hands in, pat a cake, wonderful. So, Julie, the Rainbow Allotment Project, I know we've been out in our, in our willies and gloves. Tell us a little bit about the, the sort of the naissance of this. How did this come about? Well, with the launch of the impact plan via KPMG globally, we wanted to seek out community projects that we could get involved in. And when we approached Max Radio, the rainbow allotment was just perfect. It aligned perfectly with the values that Sam has just talked us through. Um, And it allowed us to get that community outreach, get stuck in with the children locally and hopefully start to make a bit of a local positive difference here. So... What does it actually mean practically? I mean, I suppose there's a clue there in the rainbow and the allotments. We're thinking, okay, we're talking about colour. We're talking about usually vegetables in the allotment. So this was the basis to go out to schools and encourage children to get involved in growing some vegetables and perhaps some slightly different things. Yeah, so the principle was that the, the rainbow comes from the fact that the vegetables aren't your everyday vegetables. Uh, so we're talking like uh, purple carrots, uh, different types of radishes. So it was teaching them that they, they come in different shapes and sizes just like we do. So it helped to promote a bit of a diversity message as well, that, that they come different just like we do as, right. as humans. Well, so now we can start sowing some seeds. Yeah, what do we reckon? So who likes radishes? Me! Popular choice. Me. Lovely radishes. They're delicious, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, I like radishes. So we thought we'd do something. So rather than just red ones, we're going to do some pink ones. Yeah. Right. Who wants to open the radish seeds? Me. Yeah. I'll tell you, you're closest. So rip it across that way because the seeds are down there. We don't want them falling out all over the place, do we? So carefully keep the packet upright and then tear across the top there carefully. And then I think we'll start down that end, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I suppose this is very important, Simon, this, again, this idea, particularly getting into schools, I suppose, early doors, and this is going into primary schools with rainbow allotments, so young kids coming up excited about everything. And I suppose, if you'll excuse the pun, if, if you can plant this seed 
early doors about sustainability and diversity. This is something which literally, just as the veggies grow, this grows up as the kids mature and go through and it's there with them when they get to adulthood. It's, yeah, completely right. There, there are some people, some listeners in society, I think they've, they're have they probably quite firm in their ways and, and maybe won't change. So I think it's getting them early and, and educating the kids. And I wish I'd been educated on this better, you know, back in the back in the 70s and 80s. But, um, but yeah, it's getting them early to make sure that they understand it and they will shape their lives going forward from it. So for someone like yourself working in the professional sphere with KPMG and obviously interacting with other companies, with the Manx government, with the Isle of Man, is there still a resistance amongst the establishment, as it were, to embrace some of these ideals? I think I think people are coming around. There are still plenty of sceptics out there. And, you know, I do, as you can imagine, lots of, of speeches and, and meetings um, in, in the business community. And there are some people that think this is a fad. But actually, I'd say in the last particularly post-COVID, interestingly, actually the post-pandemic, I think everyone's humanised a little bit more and realised how fragile the world actually is. And so I think more people are coming around to, to sustainability and energy transition away from fossil fuels and, and all the like, but also understanding that food security is really important for us. And, you know, that's that's where growing your own vegetables at home comes in. And, um, you know, we've we've seen some some challenges with the bakery, but, but you know, grow, growing uh, vegetables and, and our own food supply here on the Isle of Man is really quite important, actually. And Julie, again, we were actually out there. So we went around the various schools of this, Victoria Road, Arbury, Balaf, Balasala, Manor Park, Foxdale. It was actually great fun to get out there, I think. And there was real uh, enthusiasm, I would say, from a lot of the kids to to get involved and um, quite literally get their hands dirty. It, it was lovely. Like, I loved I, I turned up to a few of them with my wellies and, and my gardening gloves, and it, it was just a delight. The, the children needed very little encouragement to get stuck in. I think they just loved the fact they could get their hands dirty while at school. And just their enthusiasm, it really, that was a real standout point for me. Um, and everybody who's been involved from the KPMG team has, has waxed lyrical about, about being there and, and being part of it, and it, it's been really rewarding. So what are we planting here then, guys? What are we planting? Carrots. Carrots. Anybody planted carrots before? Yeah. 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 Where? In your in your garden or your dad's yeah. garden or? I planted some in my garden. You planted some in yours. Has anyone had purple carrots before? No. No. You had purple carrots. Nope. Have you had orange carrots before? Yeah. What about white carrots? No. Well, hopefully we're going to get a mix of those. So let's do another row down here. As you can see, Chris, we've uh, we've got these little plug plants. So we're just kind of carefully trying to and it was quite encouraging to see uh, I was amazed going out because again I don't have kids I haven't been into primary school probably since I was in primary school and uh, it was lovely to see quite a few of the schools already had gardening clubs and were addressing these sort of issues they were trying to interest the children in their environment in what was around them in sort of creepy crawlies they might find in the trees in the plants and they had little gardening clubs and some of them already had they were doing a little bit of vegetables or raised uh, raised beds herbs and fruit and such like encouraging to see that's already happening I guess yeah and my children in particular they go to Arbury school and yeah they already have an established gardening club there and they were only too happy to get involved in this project when they heard about it um, and that kind of echoes beyond just this, our involvement with the, the project. Their produce that they've grown through, from the planters has actually been entered into the Colum Killia Festival just recently. I understood that the, some of their radishes won first prize. Yes, so, so that, that was just that was delightful to hear. I hadn't even realised that had happened. Um, so it's just it just shows that it's gone beyond the initial planting day and it's now working its way through the community. And I think that was the idea, as you said. Part of this concept was the the rainbow, this idea of diversity, this spread of colours. 
not just in veg, but obviously thinking about in the wider field as well in humanity, this idea of everything's diverse and everything is good in many ways. Diverse is good. And we had a great spread. We had purple beans. We had mixed radishes because, again, you think radishes normally think little round red things, which they are and delicious, but they can be white, they can be red and white, they can be pink, they can be purple, they can be yellow, they can be all sorts of different colours. Ditto with the beetroot, ditto with the sort of the beans. So it was great fun, I think, to sort of um, see the faces and saying, right, we're going to do some carrots. We've got some here, but they, these are going to be purple carrots. Yeah. And it, it, the faces light up, I think, at some of those. Yeah, no, that was fun. That was always a fun little thing to do at each of the planting sessions we found, wasn't it? That you'd, you'd explain it to them and then just their faces. It was like, what? That, ca- carrots aren't just orange? Yeah, it was a lovely education to, to go through. And then we were also trying... The main thing being, of course, that we needed to get something, hopefully, but the idea was, again, veggies. The great thing about vegetable growing, I always think, is that you know you can't rush it in many ways. I think we're, we live in a, a, a society now of instant gratification, but you can't plant a seed and have a vegetable the next day. You've, you know, you've got to wait, you've got to look after it, you've got to care for it, you've got to think about it, you've got to water it, etc. But, on the other hand... These are young children and they've only got so much time. And of course, there's a big long break in the summer school. So we tried to choose lots of vegetables that would actually come up. Things like radishes and some of the little cut and come again lettuce and some of the little beetroot. You can get little baby beetroot. Things that they could see growing pretty quickly and get a result from. Because I think that's sort of quite important at that age. Yeah, definitely. And seeing some of the photographs that we've received from some of the schools, the planters are doing great. You know, so clearly the children are enjoying looking after them and, and they're reaping the benefits already, like we just mentioned about the Enter and the Lacolan Killia Festival. So it's it's great to see that it's it's worked. Rather, rather embarrassing. The, uh, the schools are doing a better job than I did of mine at home, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> Jetpack started midnight. Okay, so here we, here we go then. This is the uh, this is the exciting bit, Chris. We've got the guys and girls already here. Hands out. <laughs> looks like we're, looks like we're at some mini communion, um, and we're going to sow some radish seeds. But in keeping with the rainbow theory, rather than just straight red radishes, we've got radish pink beauty, so they're a lovely bright pink colour. Really lovely. Tastes the same, but a really bright colour. So, right, shall I show you what to do first? So what we do is we take a little pinch of seeds, and I'll give you all a little bit, and then we're just going to sow them along like that, okay? Right. So, in the little rows you've just made, some for you, some for you, some for you, some for you. Who else wants one? Some here you go, some for you. There we go. Some down the far end there. I'll come down to you. And put them into those little rows. In the row, in the row. Have you got some? Here you are, some for you. Some for you. Anyone not got any seeds? Where are the rows? We're planting them. Where are the rows? Oh, rows are down this end. So we're going to put more things up there. So let's put the rows down here. Radish popping up well, <laughs> that won't be the end of the world. Where it's <laughs> I'm Tony Palmer, the business manager at Manx Radio. We had the pleasure of sitting down with Julie from KPMG and we talked about some different ideas that we could use to sort of, as an educational and eco-friendly idea for schools. Um, We did talk about trees and we know a lot of other people that were doing it, but we thought, why don't we go for something a bit more colourful? So we went with the Rainbow Project. And so KPMG on board from the early days? Yeah, they were, they, they were great. They came to us as a, an advertiser. They were looking to sort of support the community through their CSR programme and they were looking for something slightly different to what everybody else was doing. 
And this is the CRCL you're talking about this, and we were hearing from uh, Simon as well and Julie at KPMG about this. It's increasingly important for a lot of companies, a lot of clients and people we at Mike's Radio work with, this idea of being sustainable, being seen to be in the community, working with children, having educational aspects. This is more and more important for a lot of clients now. Yeah, corporate social responsibility is a, is a major role that a lot of companies take on. And I must say KPMG have done it in a great way. So how did this, the whole thing, the rainbow allotment, talk us through this a bit, because you got, as I understand it, you're a bit inspired after hearing a bit, I think, on late lunch one time. Well, this is it. This is down to you, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking the day. <laughs> I was driving back uh, from a client call in the south of the island, and I was listening to the afternoon show when you were on, and you were talking about the fact that there was such a thing as purple carrots and blue potatoes and red leaf lettuce and I wasn't exactly sure what you were on about. Um, I just thought you'd lost the plot for a while. <laughs> and it was only when I came back, it, it, it stuck in my memory for such a long period of time. And my wife's a teacher and my son's a teacher. And when I mentioned it to them, they were quite astounded as well. And I thought, this is something that, you know, has got um, something that we could possibly use in the future. So when KPM, Julie from KPM came to talk to us, this was still festering at the back of the mind. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to bring this these purple carrots and these red leaf uh, letters to life. And this was the perfect opportunity. And a, good, a great fit in with KPMG as well, because from Max Radio's point of view, it's lovely to be seen and we're all striving to actually be seen out there, to be in the community, whether it's early doors at the schools or late doors at the old folks' homes, everything in between. I think that's it. I mean, I've only been with Max Radio now for 18 months. And uh, I was quite surprised how visible that the brand is. But what it is, we don't tell anybody about it. Uh, but what we wanted to do is do this in a fun way. And that was the most in- in- the most important thing for me, is to get the children engaged, to get them to learn. And people learn when they're having fun. So it was, it was, it was a perfect project. And you say having fun. I have to say, it was great fun, wasn't it, actually oh. getting out there? You, now, you put in, I have to say, you put in a lot of the work there, getting the compost and the planters and everything sorted out. And then, of course, we had some of the guys and girls from KPMG for each of the schools we went to. But it was hard work at times, and certainly for you with some of the lugging and driving the van, but it was fun. Yeah, logistically, it was one of those things. We'd sort of planned it through, but we weren't exactly sure how much uh, soil, etc., that we would need. The guys from KPMG very kindly had the, uh, the, the bedding boxes made for us, and they were delivered off to the school. So all I had to do it was the simple task of just going to fill it up with soil, uh, it was great seeing uh, the reception kids coming out to so the 11-year-olds across the across the project. And there was uh, a couple of stages where, you know, we spoke to the teachers and said, oh, well, we'll see how this goes. And I was so amazed by not only the kids getting involved in it, but the teachers as well. And even the caretakers who so kindly helped us out sort of uh, manoeuvre some of the materials into the, the gardens. Yeah, hopefully this is going to go on. We... But the brief outs are quite uh, across the, the primary schools and we were inundated. Um, we couldn't do everybody, unfortunately. Uh, we managed to work with five this year, but hopefully in 2023 we'll uh, do it again. Absolutely. And great to see the young kids coming up, planting seeds quite literally and metaphorically in their minds about the importance of vegetables, provenance, sustainability, working with the environment, the biosphere on the Isle of Man, of course, all these sort of elements coming into it from uh, their point of view, from KPMG's point of view, from Max Radio's point of view. 
and also how much fun you can have out and about and getting away from your iPad and such like. And uh, if you want to see what it all looks like, there's a video is all up there online. You can go and take a look. See us all at work. See you. See me, me bubble hat. And uh, also see the bubbles. And see the bubbles. Yeah, must, we, we christened each one. So you explain a little bit about that as well. Well, the bubbles was just something that um, we could have a little bit of fun with. We've got some little Manx Radio bubble pots that we do. So we took them out and we blew them up into the sky. As, as a collective, you know, all the kids got involved, the teachers got involved, we got involved, just to send them up and help the seeds grow. Right, here we go then. So this is, this is possibly, as you can gather, the most fun part at the end, whereby um, we celebrate, as you can hear, the completion of planting out the bed, the rainbow allotment or the rainbow bed, by blowing some rainbow bubbles. So we've got some uh, best Manx Radio bubble mix, which I have to say is very good. Uh, and we all, oh, they're all heading my way now. We all line up, and uh, as you'll see on the video, if you go and take a look at the video and uh, maxradio.com, then you'll see the bubbles in all the... The carrots are now sinking under a massive bubbles, but they'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> good soapy water. Uh, yeah, you'll see all these bubbles floating off into the air, and we this is, this is our way of christening, Chris, the vegetable beds. So we do it, and then we christen. Thank you, thank you. Um, so that's Jojo, who's been helping the caretaker here, who has been... Great help. He's uh, been loading the stuff up and he's been planting the compost and he's found us a watering can with a rose. Honestly, the man you need, to tell you. Um, yeah, but this is the way of christening. Christening our vegetable bed with these lucky bulls. That's what we like to think. We can't really do the champagne because it's a school, obviously. We'll do that later. Uh, but the bubbles have been great fun. So this is it. We sort of bless it with bubbles and hope that the veggies grow and we'll get something out of this, some nice rainbow veggies for the guys and girls here to enjoy before the end of the summer term. We'll make a salad! Is this part, Simon, of, of really, again, changing the sort of the face and the perception of organisations like KPMG? Because I suppose there's all that feeling, particularly perhaps in some of the Crown dependencies, where they've had a lot of big multinationals over the years that they've been somewhat faceless and we try to change that concept now and say well actually no we're not faceless we're we are in the community and we're people like you yeah no very much so i mean you know kpmg i've i've been on the island nearly 12 years and we've always had a, a sort of a csr so you know a community outreach program but but i think the i think the island man will see us ramp that up much much further um and actually change perception that we're not just uh you know just accountants and ad- advisors actually we do care about the island and and we want to you know actually do you know what it, it goes beyond it goes beyond the company and it, it, all of us want a good future for our children here i've i've moved here i've been in 12 years and i i hope i want to create a lovely home for my children so i think it's that's the reason why i think we're all in this um and you know we've we can make a difference so projects like these really, in many ways, are the way forward. You think? Oh, absolutely, and I, I think that, I mean the great thing with with the the trend on ESG. I think it's making. I think actually the you know the business community in the Isle of Man have always been very very supportive of each other, but also of the communities. But I think you'll see that take another step up now, um, and actually it's almost a a rather than a voluntary nice thing to do and sometimes some skeptics might say a PR exercise actually this is this is a genuine part of being part of the company and and the key thing for us and you know we've talked about the smiles on in, in the photos of, of the kids um, I saw the smiles on Julie's face and and the many you know the many other KPMG guys that were there and and they genuinely really enjoyed it um, and so, the, you know, we're, we're quite a young company. You know, I think our average age is 27 years old. And our guys coming in, they want to be part of these projects. They want to do this as part of their job, not just, you know, the, the office work in, in on Athol Street.
So do you think if we're having this conversation 20 years hence or something, the idea of ESG sustainability working with the community, that would see, be seen not as a fad, but just very much as the norm? Uh, very much so. And yeah, you've stolen a couple of lines from one of my speeches I did, which is actually if I've done my job right in, in 10 years time, my my role won't exist. It won't need to. The, the whole world will have moved on and and uh, you know um, perhaps that's ambitious but but I've got to aim for that and and actually business community won't be talking about ESG anymore they just behave uh, responsibly and, and care about their communities automatically so you don't want to be too good you'll do yourself out of a job uh, well maybe I'll be into retirement age then but who knows <laughs> <laughs> Any highlights for you, Julie, coming? I mean, it was terrific fun, I must admit. And even the weather, by and large, I think there was one day it was a little bit damp. But the rest of it, amazingly, it, the weather wasn't too bad at all. Any any high spots for you with the bits you were involved in? Just the enthusiasm from the children. They, they were honestly a pleasure to work with. Every school we went into, they, they did the schools proud. Um, and, yeah, it was just a joy. And, Simon, you inspired to get back into the vegetable plot? Absolutely, absolutely. It's currently rewilding, um, capturing some extra carbon, but I think that's been an excuse for basically not touching it. So, um, so yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely do some more. We've got uh, we've got to entertain my children over the summer holiday somehow. <laughs> Rocket. Oh, that's fancy. Uh, we planted rocket. We planted rocket before. We used to have a garden. Ooh. 